The Week 9 NFL DFS show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and win $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. I say B-E-T-S, bets, 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 baby. Bets. Uh, I got to say, Bo McBrayer, you're looking beautiful as always. Uh, Yeah, Bo underscore McBigTime on the Twitters. And since, you know, I do have the power to share screen here as a producer, I think we're on YouTube for the the fantasy, uh, you know, football side of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Do like and subscribe, ring the bell, jingle it, dingle it, all the stuff you need to do. Go over and follow Bo underscore McBigTime on Twitter. Uh, Follow myself. Uh, nimble w numbers as well and then we have a show a dfs show as well called chalk blocked we'd love your subscription over there too so you know a lot of things you got to do we're giving you homework and shit so uh we're going to talk about the slate today and we're going to use we don't show you this normally but we're going to run the sims here uh using mm-hmm. justin freeman's uh incredible and pat mayo's incredible software that we love uh we are we are touts and and stouts for this for sure so this is going on behind the scenes uh, you know, we don't get to show you everything, uh, but do like and subscribe and then go over and uh, patron uh, run the Sims. You, you will not be uh, disappointed at all. So I have to ask you before we get in, Bo McBrayer, what did you dress up as or who did you dress up as or what did you do for Halloween? I did two things. I want to hear what you did. So I did not dress up, but I did put on a, a bunny hat that has little dangly things down and there's little uh air bubble things when you squeeze them the ears on the bunny go up Ooh, that's so i took i took my daughter on the we took a walk down the main street uh next to our house which had a lot of houses lit up and hand out candy so she got through the volume houses on one side of that street then we cut over a block and there's a secret street with a bunch of million dollar houses and there's almost no kids out there and they each one of these houses is all lit up huge mansions and they're handing out whole candy bars to whichever kids were on the street there and she was just like, this is awesome. And so we loaded up on big candy bars. And then we took the other way back down the same street that we started on and got the other small pieces from all the all the houses that were on the other side of the street. So she cleaned up. I, I love it. I love it. It's a, it's a feel good uh, story. Little, little, you know, takes from big. It's what you want in the world, right? So yeah, why secret, did you do secret passageway to the rich people candy? Of course. Yeah, that's what we all want. All right, I do two things. Uh, fancy football wise. I dressed up as Peter Howard, Paul Howdy on Twitter. <laughs> if you don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, that's me. Uh, that That's uh, I, I'm also this guy here. So both guys. Uh, and then also because, you know, I'm a glutton for attention and uh, I like attention as much as the next guy. Uh, I dressed up as a hot pocket. Uh, there you go. You can see me as a hot pocket. Uh, that's that's an homage to Nick Kroll uh, and his uh, season six series uh, called Big Mouth. It came out this last weekend, and in it, uh, Lola took her lump sum <laughs> payment in a form of a giant hot pocket. So I had to make myself a hot pocket costume at school, uh, and uh, yeah, that's what we did. So uh, let's jump into the slate. I am so excited uh, to talk football, you know, and, and uh, run the Sims with you today. Uh, let's jump into the first game. Carolina catching eight and a half points uh, on the road in Cincinnati. That number's a bit high, my friend. What do you think about that? 
Oh yeah, there's some juicy upset picks in this on this slate. Uh, it's it's almost surprising because we just saw the Bengals get absolutely trashed by the Browns. Uh, and the Carolina defense hasn't been bad. Their pass rush is very good. And we've seen teams with good pass rushes get to Joe Burrow this year. Uh, and without Jamar Chase, he did not look good. I mean, T. Higgins is awesome. Like, we saw him moss that guy on oh, Monday yeah. night. That was that was fantastic. He's a beast. Uh, yeah, T. Higgins is a freak. But uh, Joe Burrow without Jamar Chase, not pretty especially behind a horrendous offensive line. I almost, I'm ashamed to say Jonah Williams, their left tackle who got owned by miles Garrett multiple times. He's from Northern California. Shout out NorCal, but uh, my guy did not look good. He got posterized multiple times by miles Garrett and well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's miles Garrett. You guys got a quarterback graveyard in his front yard. <laughs> you see what he came as for Halloween at that game? Yeah, Vecna. That was crazy. I'm scared to death now. I almost had a nightmare that dude, about that. That dude's terrifying as it is. Right, right. I mean, they should have let him play like that. He would have got like eight sacks that game. So, I mean, so scary. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, well, we, we've got, you know, eight and a half points. I don't think I, I like that. That that doesn't, I'm not, that's not something I'm, I'm, I'm running to, right? Actually, it's down to seven and a half. Let me let me change it. Seven and a half. Um, where are you starting in this matchup? Are you starting uh, at the running back position? Are you Joe mixing it six fifty or you know what, what? How are you approaching this? Carolina defense. Dante Foreman. Yeah. I'm too, oh, oh, now we're talking Dante Foreman. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Someone else was talking about him last week. I don't know who that person was. We'll find that guy. And bring him on the show because he's pretty good. Yeah. Um. But so, yeah, Devonta Foreman, uh, Joe Mixon has a 22% projected roster ship right now. That is crazy. That is crazy. I, I can't have 22% of Joe. Not when their offense is not clicking and Carolina's defense, uh, not great against okay. the run. If, if you watch Joe Mixon and Najee Harris, can you tell them apart? They're both getting tackled three yards after they catch the ball at the, you know, third and seven, and they don't get it. Uh, yeah. yeah it's and they, or they run it. That's the thing about the Bengals offense is they run all dive plays right up the middle and then they throw it deep. <laughs> That's it. That's all they do. That's every play is we're going to hand it to Mixon right up the middle. He's going to run into the back of his line and fall down mm-hmm. or we're going to throw deep or we're going to throw a, a, a pass at the line of scrimmage to Joe Mixon or Samaji P Ryan. That's or we're going to get whole That's our, well, yeah. Yeah. When yeah. they try to throw deep and they got, the, the wrong coverage look they get sacked <laughs> it's just it's 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 pathetic play calling zach taylor is an idiot and everybody knows it it's just uh jamar chase covered up a lot of those flaws in the play calling because he's so spectacular he and, joe burrow's, and, and joe burrow's awesome like don't get me wrong joe burrow is awesome but without jamar chase on the field this is a whole different team and carolina Again, their pass rush is fantastic. They yep. did not trade Brian Burns at the end of the day. They kept Burns. They kept DJ Moore. And that's where I'll be going. Yeah. I, I will be dipping into the Hayden Hurst fund at 3,600. I think he, he he has a little bit of value there. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. if you need a, a tight end at 36, I think there's a couple pay-up options I'd, I'd rather yeah. go to. But, you know, you, you could do worse. I mean, you could maybe not do worse. But, um, yeah, if you don't have Jamar Chase, you're going to need yeah, to throw this the game. Ball. Not very sexy to me. 
no, it's not. And 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 I didn't see that the, the Sims had reshuffled it down the, the the order to fourth, and we should have started with a, a, a game that had a higher total. Um, but let's pivot to that game. Let's go to Buffalo visiting New York, and New York. Oh man, they're, they're twelve and a half point underdogs at home. I think they might lose by twenty points. Is that is that realistic? Is there any indication that they are going to put up a fight against Buffalo? No, no. As a matter of fact, their offense is anemic. They can't do much right now. So funny how they have the spectacular second round wide receiver that they refuse to play on the or field trade. or trade or trade. They just, they just want to keep him and no, they're just going to do nothing. They're going to Ridley him. Not even that like Ridley, when he was not suspended for stupid things was very heavily targeted. Elijah Moore is a fantastic player. A la Calvin Ridley and the jets just don't use him. He doesn't even get on the field. And after he after looking unguardable last year and the first couple of games this year, Robert Sala is like, nope, doghouse, you're 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 dirt. You are literally worthless. And even though we're getting offers for second, third round picks to send you somewhere else where they might actually use your talents, we're just gonna sit there and make you terrible. Like we're you're gonna ride the bench for no reason other other than Robert Sala's got an ego the size of New York City. New York City. Yeah, it just pisses me off because good players shouldn't be on the bench, no matter yeah. what. No, it's it's not good. Uh, let me ask you a question: what What do you make of the trade? How do you think that impacts the Buffalo New York game for Buffalo? None, none. It's, you think Naeem Hines gets Naeem, on the field? Oh yeah, yeah. But he he and James Cook are the same guy. I was gonna say they're the same person. Yeah. Hines is more experienced, more well rounded at the stage play. of his career, but it's it's a one year rental. They're 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 obviously trying to win the Super Bowl this year. They came really close last year. Uh, this is a move where they're saying, "Hey, James Cook is good. He's going to be good for a lot of years going forward." But we want to win now. Yeah. And having just Devin Singletary trustworthy in that backfield isn't good enough. And so nope. Naheem Hines puts them over the top as a championship contention team this year. Mm. And in the future, they hope James Cook becomes that type of player, maybe even better. But right. for this year, they they need Naheem Hines' experience and explosive playmaking to combine to make this offense even more scary than it already was. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the, the matchup, the cornerback ma- matchups? You know, Sauce Gardner, Stephon Diggs. You saw what mm-hmm. Diggs did to Jair Alexander. If you watch the video, he comes out of the tunnel in, yeah. the, the, in the whole team. The whole Packers team is, is going yeah. out. And he is by himself jawing and yip-yacking uh, about to fight, you know, verbally, just like who does that kind of shit? I mean, Stefan Diggs is a, a different. Well, type to be fair, the tunnel is shared. The doors are right across from one another. Right, but you don't run out with the other team. Out. You don't run out with the other team. Like the other team is running out. They're yeah. they're like starting at left tackle. Uh, and then there's Diggs uh, running it's, out from like this. It's, that is just- it's part of the show. Nobody cares. Like uh, even Jair was like, "It is what it is. Who cares?" Well, no, he said, he said, I, he, he called him a little showed, boy. <laughs> he said, I showed him. He goes, have you looked at your matchups and, and seen that, the, you know, how you've got to get Diggs just went scoreboard. <laughs> I mean, Diggs just crushed his soul. But anyway, uh, how do you think does Diggs does against Sauce Gardner? Somebody who's big, he's lengthy, uh, different cornerback uh, uh, than Jair. Sauce is one of the best corners in the NFL already. Yeah. So I'm actually pivoting away from Sauce or from Diggs, Diggs. and Gabe Davis this week. 
I think the Bills get it done on the ground with Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, Naeem Hines, and over the middle with Dawson Knox and Khalil Shakir Dev- and uh, uh, Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, the outside is going to be locked down. The middle of the field's wide open. It's the Jets. Yeah, that's how you yeah. beat the Jets. Is over the middle. These these corners, DJ Reed Jr. and Sauce Gardner, are locked down corners on both they're, sides they're, of that field. Ten- they're top 20 cornerbacks for PFF. And I mean, it's, it's one of those guys is going to cover Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is going to be completely out of this game. I don't think Gabe Davis scores any points in this game. I, mm-hmm. I, I would highly doubt he scores double digits in this game because of the matchup at corner. Diggs will get his. He's not going to have a spectacular game, but he's going to get his. He's that good. Yeah, Gabe Davis isn't that points. good. Gabe yeah. Davis is a big play guy that benefits from busted coverage. Uh, they, they're not going to bust coverage against against Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. So yeah. uh, Josh Allen still amazing. Yeah, you play Josh Allen, but you play you stack other guys with Josh Allen, not the outside receivers in this game. Eighteen percent roster ship uh, for Stephon Diggs and Fade. Josh Allen thirteen percent. So both are so really play, nice. play Allen, play Allen, but look to stack with uh, cheaper options. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Louisiana, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where you or play through win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Sports Gambling Podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. Contest is completely free to enter. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn your notifications on so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. That's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, Bo. What if I told you I could get some wide receiver action in the Bears-Miami game with with maybe 41 snaps possibly projected with, with the best PFF matchup rating? And you might be the fastest wide receiver in the NFL. What what would you say about that? Would you be interested? Could I sell you on some time? Sounds of- like a guy who's named after a predatory cat. Yeah. Yeah. A cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I looked at a little PFF research. I love PFF, right? Went through, looked at all the cornerbacks and, and all of the Chicago uh, safeties. They're big, they're big guys. They're big guys, right? There's 200 pounds. Um, but not big, 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 but they're they're not he's skinny slow. little 180, 170. You tell me a DB is big, I'm automatically assuming he's just slow. He is slow. He, they're slow. They're not They're not 4'3". They're not at all. They're slow. And so I know who you're they, talking about, and one of them runs a 4'6". Yeah. Yeah, it's not pretty when they when they hide their for, their forty score on PFF. It's always nice. You always go, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And they're like not available. You're like that's not good. So uh, I, I'm really into Tyree Kill, and I think this forty five points goes over because I don't think Miami's defense is very good. Actually, no, they're not. They're not. <laughs> they're not good. The Bears' defense is better than we think, though. Right. Uh, but they haven't faced uh, like when they face explosive offenses like uh, last week against Dallas. Oh, yeah. Uh, they gave up uh, 42 points Ooh, on defense. Yeah. yeah. So they have 49 overall, but there was a defensive touchdown by Micah Parsons in that nice game. Play. So, yeah, the, the scoop and score. Oh, scoop and score. But 42 points on offense for Dallas. Dak Prescott looked unstoppable. Yes, uh, Tony Pollard looked unstoppable. And the Miami Dolphins have a similar type of offense. They're running a lot of wide zone like the Cowboys do. They run a lot of play action like the Cowboys do. They run those those quick little go uh, slant and go routes with CD lamb and the, the dolphins run it with both waddle and waddle Hill. And so waddle and Hill have between them 60% of the targets in this offense. And that is fantastic for DFS purposes, because if you can rely on your top weapons, getting the ball more than everybody else, it's surprising, but most offenses don't do that. Yeah. They galaxy brain themselves into convincing them that if the other team knows it's coming, they'll stop it better. And no, you it, it's not true because if your best players are getting the ball more often, you actually score more points than the opponent and you win yeah. games more often. It's weird, right. weird concept. It, it's like Joe Gibbs and, uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson. They knew what they were doing. They would just do the same play again and again because they're like, oh, you, you can't stop that play. Oh, yeah. we're going to do it yeah. again. Oh, you can't Imagine. stop it again. We're oh. going to do it again. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, that, it's why do you think Emmett Smith and John Riggins are in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> right, right. It's just it's sluggo. It's all these same plays again and again, and the defense can they Good know luck. it's coming and they cannot yeah. stop it because you're better than them. That's that's yeah. like the idea of what football is. Is that that's literally the whole game of football? Going to throw the football like in these come like Tom Brady drops back. He's going to throw the football. No way! Like he you know Tom Brady, and he still completes it. He still leads the comeback. He still wins the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah. yeah. Jalen Waddle, 7,400. I know he's got a little shoulder issue. No, he's a little banged up. But but it if he appears on Friday, not really worried about it. it uh, 7,400. Oh, my gosh. He he is the fifth leading scorer in DraftKings. Why is he 7,400? He should be 7,900 or 8,100. Shut up, DraftKings. You guys are sucking over there at the prices. I love it. Jalen Waddle uh, to the moon. I think if you're if you're playing in GPP, that's my Both thought. These guys, six percent roster ship right now. That's why I like it so much. Because shut your mouth. Don't listen to our show. Don't listen to our show. No, listen to our show, but don't spread the word. Don't tell anyone about our show. Right, just between you, me, and the show, uh, and your DFS lineups. But I'm gonna put like 150 lineups in, and um, Jalen Waddle will be like in like I don't know like 75 of us. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be that way. All right, uh, Tyree Bills be in a lot of them too. He will be in like fifty of them. Funny uh, how you can, like you can play the same stack two weeks in a row. It is allowed. You can yeah. say, "Hey, yeah. I like Tua, yeah. Hill, and Waddle this week again." 
Yeah, it was it's, like when Joe Burrow and way too much sense. two weeks in a row yeah. too. Yeah, oh, I mean yeah. It, they did back to back weeks, and then you're you're good matchups are good matchups. Right, and and good players keep doing good things. So, um, all right, let me ask you a question. Any any interest in Jeff Wilson coming over? Any of the running back game? They really don't they don't run the football effectively. Mostert. They don't score points with the running back though. Mostert Mostert's in a smash spot. Uh, Jeff Wilson's going to still need time to integrate into the offense that McDaniel has set up, which is similar but not the same as the San Francisco okay. offense that Shanahan uh, was helped with by McDaniel. McDaniel was the running game coordinator, so he knows both Mostert and Wilson very, very well. Yes. Uh, this is this is a, a running back tandem that's very familiar to everyone involved, and it's a great matchup on the ground because the Bears are not a good run defense. I think they're 26, the defending running backs. Yeah. So we just saw Tony Pollard light them up. He's a fast, uh, shifty running back. That sounds just like both Wilson and Mostert, but Mostert is the starter, and he's going to have a pretty big game here. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm with you in that. Uh, you know, high scoring for sure. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, uh, and, and you, know, I know Miami isn't terrible against the running back. You know, they give up like 23 points per game, but they give up nine touchdowns to running backs. And it begs the question, David Montgomery, 6K, Khalil Herbert, 58, 1% rostered for Khalil Herbert. I, I mean, Herbert's I, a better play every week. Yeah, just it just makes it they're edging together. It's like they're almost the same price here. You know, like you're 200. That, that's doesn't matter. You, you leave 200 on the table. You can go either way with these guys. So I think you play the best you, plays you and plug, yeah. what you're getting from Montgomery is hopefully more touchdown upside. But it really hasn't come true because they, they put the Cleo Herbert in when he gets down to the 10. Well, even if they put Monty in, it's like Monty's not getting in this year, like in the years past. And Monty's value was always in scoring touchdowns. And Herbert is the home run hitter. He's not even faster or bigger and better than, than Montgomery, but he's breaking the big plays. And you want that guy in DFS over the guy who might score a touchdown. Right. right. Herbert is the is your ticket to the big play, the big total. So, yeah, in a GPP, I would love to have Khalil Herbert as, as a sneaky leverage play in this game because I do expect the game to shoot out. Mm. Mm, music to my ears. Let's keep this between us as well. Uh, dueling banjo running backs could be a, a play in this game. You want Herbert Mostert uh, running back uh, with Tyreek or Waddle if you want to do either one. So, right. All right. Uh, let's talk Green Bay visiting Detroit. Green Bay, are they about to lose five in a row, bro? Like, that's crazy. Uh, it's possible. It could happen no. this week. It's Detroit, though. I know it's not going to happen. Aaron we Rod love to root for Detroit, then biting the kneecaps. We love Dan Campbell's attitude, but the team is still not good. I'm trash, yeah, terrible. Well, it, I don't even think they're trash. They just don't win games, and that's the thing that's, is that's, that's you trash. can be a good team and lose games. Look, the last two guy. Super Bowl champions are both under 500, and we're going to cover that game in a little bit. Uh-huh. But we have the last two championship teams facing one another this week with losing records. So good teams can lose games. Yeah, 100%. The Lions, the Lions aren't a bad team. They just aren't winning. So, of course, you look at the record, you're like, oh, yeah, the, the Packers should get the, off the schneid here. Uh, but you're never sure because of how the Lions are kind of built. I mean, Jamal Williams is – he's healthy, and Swift really isn't. And I think if even if Swift plays, you're going to still see a lot of Jamal Williams at the goal line and the Packers' defense in the middle – and that in the trenches, they're getting pushed around. Yeah, and it's not it's not so much an offensive problem with Aaron Rodgers as it is they're they're not getting Aaron Rodgers back on the field enough. This this team can't stop the run, they can't get off the field on third downs, they're just struggling. 
And you, if you yep. want to win football games, you have to be able to control the line of scrimmage, and they're not doing it on either side of the ball. No. I don't know what's funnier, Jamal Williams being 5,900 or A.J. Dillon being 57. <laughs> I don't know. Dillon has been a big disappointment, and Jamal's been a pleasant surprise. Yeah, those people are not even close in fantasy points for this year. This is wild. Uh, I like Aaron Jones. He's 17% rostered right now. Apparently, a lot of people like him, too. Uh, they've seen what I've seen. I'm surprised he's not higher. I thought he'd be 20, 25, but hey, keep it there. Tunyon as well, 12%. And then Aaron banged up Rodgers, uh, thumb and all, 11%. What do you think? That's kind of high, honestly. Yeah, it's I, I kind of like the Aaron Rodgers play this week. I think he's he's still that's a good value for him. I it's it's sub six Aaron Rodgers. Are we, I know. Are we, am, am I missing something here? No, he's just optimal levels negative six point eight. So it's just kind of like a well, it's because he's got too much roster ship. The, the people right. are seeing the sub six K and flooding to if, it. If you're going to do that, though, you need to stack it, and he doesn't have that great of stack options other than Aaron Jones. That's the only guy I want to stack right. him with. Yeah, I, so I agree I, with you. I'd, I'd probably play Aaron Jones in this game as the best player available on that side of the ball, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to load up on Jamal Williams. So it, it's what, – what, what I don't about know. on Ross St. Brown with no TJ Hawkinson anymore? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even with TJ Hawkinson, I'm on the same. Now you've got none. Now you've got no hawk. There's no hawk in it, your sock. It didn't matter yeah. though. It's like I don't know if he gets a bump from this, but I think I do think he's always been a good option because of the role he has in that offense. Jared Goff is very, very one read only, mm-hmm. and his first read in this offense since Dan Campbell took over the play calling duties is first read Amon Ra, second read throw it what? out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> throw it out of bounds. Swift, jump it off the Swift. Field, yeah, if Swift is on the field, we throw it to him on the on the second option as a dump off. But uh yeah, Amon Rod's a great play every week, no matter what. Yeah. Anybody else you want to play in this game? Uh before we jump over to the, the Vegas Raiders. Uh yeah, let's let's go. All right. Uh Vegas sucks. 48 point total. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> what yeah. a what a team. I, I do we how how bad was that whiff on Devontae Adams last week? That was well, we out of all the guys scoring else. crazy, yeah. Out of all the guys scoring crazy fantasy points last week, we thought, oh, Devontae Adams is in the smash spot. We and get more than two targets, though. How's that our call? You three know? targets, one three or targets, three targets, two seven. catches, yeah, or one. I get two catches for one yard, one yard, right? So, three, three, yeah. I thought it was one point seven fantasy points. So whatever, yeah, so his first catch went for negative three yards, and then he caught one at the end to put him at one yard. It was bad. Oh my god! Listen, if you're if you're not throwing the football to Devontae Adams ten times a game, you should not be a football coach. Here's the problem: is they targeted Foster Moreau and Mac Hollins twice as much each. That just doesn't make any sense. Now it's watch Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the, here. Here's the thing: is most quarterbacks you want to run zone to confuse them, to make them throw into tighter windows, to have your defense watching a quarterback's eyes. It's like, no, Derek Carr can beat that. Derek Carr knows good timing. He knows windows. He's good at that sort of thing. But if you run man and cover one and cover zero against Derek Carr and you just put a guy right up the A gap in his face, he becomes the worst quarterback in the NFL. Right. You, you, you do not uh, get a good Derek Carr under pressure. Derek Carr under pressure or just facing a blitz 
Like if you have a free rusher where you just send more guys than they can block, he becomes a bottom rung quarterback. And we saw it last week in a smash spot. He was awful. They got shut out. They didn't go over the 50 yard line. Apparently even the Houston Texans don't get shut out in the NFL anymore. Yeah. That was from 1970s football from the Raiders, but not the seventies Raiders, but like no, you the seventies Raiders were amazing. <laughs> they were awesome. No, but this is like football that was played in the seventies. Like that's how bad they yeah. were. Like, this is like that that nineteen uh, twenties football with the with the leather, leather pads helmets. and the and the bondage clothes. <laughs> Sammy Ball it rolled over in his grave when he yeah. heard that. Why a tittle? Oh my gosh! Yeah, Red Grange had a problem in heaven. Yeah. He got he Sid Luckman would have dropped fifty on this defense too oh because gosh. this Raiders defense is a liability. And I'm loading up on all the Jags this week, not because I love the Jags offense. I don't love them. I like them enough. I like the pieces of this offense. But well, you sh- you should play you should play the Jags offensive players with confidence this week because it's the Raiders and they can't well, cover a dead body with a tarp. You know it's interesting. They are they are uh, percentage wise roster ship dueling banjo running backs right now. The two most rostered running backs are Josh Jacobs at seventy three hundred and then Travis Etienne at sixty three twenty four for Etienne twenty three for Josh Jacobs. So you're looking at the two most rostered running backs. They are banjoing us. I think you pick one of the banjos. I don't think you eat double banjo chalk in this. I'm not going to double banjo this chalk. I think we'll I like- see how it kind of builds up. But there's a big cliff at running back this week because. Your your top running back guys that are they're really expensive, other than Eckler, are off the slate. Like it's McCaffrey's true. on no Henry. Yeah, yeah, no Henry on this slate. You got so Dalvin though. You got Dalvin lurking. Dalvin's around. Right, that might be your leverage. Like last week, the leverage That's was Camara. Camara was the leverage last Dalvin. week. Uh, Dalvin, Dalvin could be the leverage this week. Eckler could be the leverage because he's the most expensive and. Maybe. People haven't heard the news that Austin Eckler is worth every penny of that $8,400 because he's RB1. He is the RB1 right now. Smelling salts and all. Austin Eckler is is the electric guitar celebration. He's going to rock out. Like I'm going to have so much Austin Eckler this week. It's not funny. It's hurt. But I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick ETN in this matchup as as if I'm not, if I'm picking one of these guys in the Raiders Jags game, Travis ETN is a home run hitter and I love home run hitters in DFS. He's averaging over six yards for carry last week. People, I think 6.5. Exactly. Uh, he had not uh, quite my guy, Tony Pollard, not quite. 6.9. Nine, well, no, but, Pollard was 9.4 last week. No, I'm just the week before he was previously, he was six. six yeah. Nine. Right. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nice. Um, no, nine point nine. That's that's um, nine point four. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. But 9. ETN, 4. ETN for sure. And this this week, you eat all that chalk. Yeah. You ETN eat all that know. ETN chalk. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. 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 Listen, yes, I'm gonna million. say this. You're you're not gonna like it, but I don't care. But I'm gonna say it anyway. I am going to play some some Zay Jones. At forty one hundred, because the, I don't the, hate that bad. I don't hate any of these bad. guys. No, you, no, he just does not have any touchdowns. He's not scoring. He's not gotten the end zone, and his his points per dollar uh, is nice and high. You know, and so I, I like him. He's projected seven percent roster ship, so people are noticing him. That's high so for a forty forty one hundred dollar. Funny, the funniest thing is, other than Christian Kirk at a raging value of fifty five hundred, who's one of my favorite wide receivers on the slate. 
is the guy I've hated so much since his rookie season. I had I had so much Evan Ingram as a rookie because I loved him as a prospect at Ole Miss, and he was one of the best tight ends in his rookie season ever. Like until Kyle Pitts came along, Evan Ingram was the gold standard in rookie tight end performance, and then he fell off a cliff. We found out he couldn't catch a cold, and Evan Ingram on the Jags is getting hyper targeted like back in the Eli Manning days. And he's not catching even half of the balls thrown his way, but he's catching half of the balls thrown his way on a high volume offense. Mm. Trevor Lawrence likes throwing it to Evan Ingram in the end zone. And Evan Ingram is only 3,300. Are you reading my column, Bo? Are you checking out? I don't have to. I don't have to. I will, but I'm not, I I'm not, I'm just saying that I don't like Evan Ingram as a player anymore. Never. But for DFS, if he's 3,300, he's not going to get any chalk at all. Nope. Is you are, I'm going to, this is weird, but I'm going to get really creative with a ton of check wire stacks this week. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm guess I'm filling it up, pouring it out here. Oh, uh, rest in peace. You got to, you got to take the picture with the bottle suspended upside down in the glass if you can. Or no, balanced on its side. <laughs> Oh no! It's balanced on its side. It's gonna tip lay the, the bottle. No, lay the bottle on its side. Oh, I'm not inside. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not gonna be able to do that yet. Right now, I'm I'm not drunk, but there's a I dipped it down inside it, and then there's like a bunch dripping inside. So I, I misunderstood the directions yeah. and um, tried to leverage the glass. Yeah, when your bottle's empty, you just tip it on its side, like where the where the the neck is, and just lay it on its side, balance it on top. I will yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's a cool picture. That's when you polish it. You you gotta say you gotta give it the Viking funeral. <laughs> that's the Viking funeral. So here's why I'm drinking this, by the way, boys and girls. It's not just to get drunk. It's it's not. Um, it's not getting drunk either, by the way, because I'm a man. I've done this so many times. This is just kind of like a little bit of uh, aftershave after I used. To- it's not for getting drunk. I swear to God, guys. It's it not for getting drunk. I'm not, done I'm not Joe, a million times. I'm not Joe Bond over here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. Tomorrow, this is the official. This is like my last for a week. I'm off for a whole week on fantasy football. I'm not doing the fantasy millionaires, not doing chalk block this week, not doing anything until next Wednesday. I'm going to Disney starting tomorrow. Uh, we're getting picked up at the uh, house at 9:30, whisked to the airport, flying uh, to Disney. Uh, I cannot wait. We're staying in uh, a Make-A-Wish enchanted village where there's free ice cream for breakfast every day like it's literally bo i wish you and your daughter and your wife could come because this is the kind of stuff that like i never do you know but i've seen you do before like eating yummy delicious treats and stuff so i'm gonna just just have the best seven days of my life yeah here's the thing though i'm so anti-disney that i would have to be just hammered the entire time but here's the thing you can drink there and they've given us i don't know i know thousand vouchers free vouchers well no we we, we can get oh they'll give you on top of that they're probably going to give you vouchers because they know parents parents need to be inebriated to handle all that hoopla we we have are going to eat it up but the the parents like per diem money and stuff like i know sharing you might not need to spend that on yourself though oh no oh no we're not gonna have to spend it they're gonna be loading you up on all kinds of stuff we're so excited to be able to enjoy this uh, because here's the truth. My daughter, you know, struggling with the, the cancer for a little while. Uh, Make-A-Wish she came. It's ass, though. She kicked Lucinia's ass. ass. But, but, but it was during the pandemic, so we cannot go and do it. So now now we're doing it. So, 
Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's jump to a game that might be my favorite game on the slate for so many different reasons. Uh, the L.A. Chargers are visiting the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are home uh, underdogs, three points, 49 and a hook here. So uh, they're level with the Seattle Seahawks, Arizona Cardinals, 49 and a hook as the most. Uh, and, the, and the Green Bay Packers is the most like loquacious game of the of the series. But I uh, yeah, what do you think? You like this game? Hate this game? Nope. What do you think? Nope. This game is going to be a big let letdown. You know why? Because the Chargers are the let the let, most letdown team of all time this year. Like we're we're just disappointed with the Chargers. I know you shouldn't be surprised because the Chargers every year we're like, oh yeah, the Chargers look so great ever since they got Justin Herbert. It's like, oh, the Chargers are on their way, and they just don't do it. And the Falcons are the opposite. The Falcons have one of the worst rosters in the NFL, and they're somehow in first place at four and four, and they're at home. And they run the piss out of the ball. And guess what? The Chargers are no good at defending the run game. The run so game. I, I, I've, I've probably been the most insulting person on earth for Ar Arthur Smith. But this is the game where Arthur Smith's game plan is absolutely going to work like Novocaine. He's going to be Coach Boone out there. We run six plays at a split veer, and it's like Novocaine. It works every time. Once it takes a while to get going, but it works. At, it, it always works. Do you know that uh, Tyler Algier, he's only 2% rostered? And, and have we heard about my friend uh, Cordero Patterson yet? That's who I'm tar targeting because Cordero, Cordero's active. We saw his oh, video. Yes. He took a, he posted his own video on social media. So Cord no, Cordero no. Patterson comes out of the tunnel at practice today, mm -hmm. jogs down the concrete ramp towards the practice field, and he says, hey, everybody. I feel great. You heard it from me. I'm ready to go. And he's smiling and laughing, and he runs out there, jogs down the field for practice. Makes me Cordero smile. Patterson's going to get activated this week, and it's going to make Algier and, Algier and Huntley are going to be useless. Mm -hmm. Cordero Patterson is Cordero the Patterson. smash spot. 25 points twice this year. The smash you know, I wrote about him over at nimblewnumbers.com yesterday. Uh, of course you did. I did. Listen, if you're not listening to me and Bo, we're on it like, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's on it or anymore. Daryl Patterson. In the end zone. Yeah, I love it. Okay. So Twice. Patterson, Eckler, dueling banjo. That's stack. your dueling banjo. That's my dueling That's banjo dueling of the week. Eckler is 25-point projected base. Base. <laughs> Over yeah. on the Sims. So, yeah. There's a funny thing base. about the Falcons defense that it's awful. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah. They gave up 34 points to PJ Walker. It's, it's kind of crazy. Not going to lie. It is. PJ Walker. It's borderline Everybody, ridiculous. Although, That's throw to DJ Moore was ridiculous. like, Mahomes said it perfect. Yeah. Throw the, the best year. throw of the year. Best mm -hmm. throw of the year, hands down. And it was a 70 yard rope. In the that air. wasn't a Hail Mary. That was a bomb. And it hit DJ Moore in stride 70 yards. Diving. Diving in stride. That's the play in your bedroom that you, you when you're a little kid. When you're That's like the Tecmo Bowl play. Where it, it's, it goes. Yeah. Right? Remember that? This is, this is a play that you practice as a kid. Where you throw it to yourself, right? Like you know this play. Where you're on Where's one you side of your bed, you throw it up as high as you can in your room, and then you go to the other side of your bed and you dive and you get and you crash down and you and you look down and you got it, didn't touch the ground. You're like, can I hey, say how much I, can I use this opportunity to say how much I hate Eddie Pinheiro? Oh, yeah, he's terrible. 
Well, I mean, listen. I had that prediction perfect. How about how about perfect how about, prediction? How about just the, the 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 flag for taking off your helmet is the most it shouldn't vain, have been a flag. Glorious, egotistical. It's a stupid penalty, and they didn't even call it right. Yeah, stupid. That's just that. Oh, come first on. of all, the rule is stupid, and he didn't even break the rule. He was off the field. The rule is you can't. He's yeah, you have to be on the field to play. Field. If you take, of course, if you take off your helmet on the field to play, That's you probably problem. shouldn't because it's it's dangerous. Really, like we just right. saw Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald use a helmet as a weapon. So yes, maybe Those it guys. should be a penalty in the course of during a game, not on a scoring play out of the back of the end zone where After he's emotional. Dead ball. Dead ball. He unclips his chin strap, flicks his helmet off, and yells at the crowd. That's not a penalty. And I honestly think that Eddie Pinheiro would have missed the extra point from the normal distance anyway. I'm not going to lie. I agree. Because he sucks. He missed a 33-yard game winner in overtime, too. Right, right, right. Right. In overtime, he missed a 30. You and I could hit a 33-yarder, Bo. I know I could. I hit 33-yarders and Pop Warner. This guy sucks. And he cost me a perfect prediction because I said DJ Moore was going to even have an even better week than his best week, which was last week. I said he was going to score more than 22 points. Check. And I said the the that the Panthers were, were going to beat the Falcons in Atlanta. And thanks, Eddie Pinheiro. You had two chances, and you fucked them both up. Can, can oh, I sorry for this? cursing on the show. but I forgive I'm, you. I'm, I, I'm so mad at Eddie Pinheiro. I hate that guy's guts. He's probably a nice guy, but God damn it, you suck. I had a perfect prediction, and you blew it twice. I, I, I will say this. Uh, in, in our <sighs> league that you um, are the commissioner of, I am in first place. I'm 11 and three and uh, I got my boy DJ Moore. So, you know, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's and then such Bo, a good player. Such a good the, player. This is the picture that you were talking about on the stand. Okay. Is that it? Yep. That's the one. There you go. You're in <laughs> it. So Very nice. Very good. Yeah. Pour some out for me into my gullet. I never waste whiskey. Uh, you can pour out a forty. You can pour out a beer. You can pour yeah. something. Out. Or went out for the homies. That's beer. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. You don't pour out whiskey, boys. Ooh. And this is not just whiskey. This is a scotch. So it's a scotch whiskey. It's a, uh, a it's a Balvini. Uh, if it's whiskey, you drink one for your homies. Yeah, right. if your you, homie's fallen or he's you, out of, he's not at the at the shindig. You don't pour one out for him. You drink for him. Yeah, you 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 lick the bottle. So, all right. Speaking <laughs> of lick, licking the bottle, uh, Indianapolis uh, at New England. This game, oh, man, uh, Ellinger uh, against uh, Belichick. Vermont is just twenty one percent rostered. By the way, BT up too much, too much. Damian Harris is getting way too many carries for me to trust Ramondre in DFS. Sorry, not yeah. sorry. In in Dynasty, yeah, I love Ramondre. In redraft, I'm I like Ramondre. In DFS, no, no, thank you. Yeah. What, what about Tyquan Thornton at 3,300? He 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 seems nope. picking up nine percent roster ship right now. Nope. nope. Jacoby Myers, 5,400. Oh yes, 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 <gasps> of course. Yes, oh, Jacoby's yeah. good. He's he, he he's not allergic to the end zone anymore. No, he likes it now. So but he loves I, it's it. Just, it's just that Mac Jones is bad, and I, I like I, I you know that's Mac not... Jones is bad compared to last year. Yeah. He's playing like Mac Jones in, in college, right? Better than this, but but here's the thing: Mac Jones played so far above his head last year that 
we're finally getting rookie Mac Jones this year. So he just he's okay. sophomore slumping it. Yeah, sophomore sense. slumping it. It it happens. And his offensive coordinator is Matt Patricia. Can it's you like blame when, the guy? It's like when he gets to 200 level classes. He's like, boss, this Ooh, is hard. This is hard. <laughs> I gotta write a paper all on my own. You mean oh, they have God. a whole year of tape on me now? I gotta put a citation on this. Who wrote this? I just made this up. Yeah, you can tell when he's just Matt mad Patricia lives, he's is not getting Mac Jones ready for anything. But here's the thing. Here's what will happen. Like right? you kind of see it in real time. He panics, right? And then he just throws the ball into the middle of the field, and you're like, "What is becoming of you? Like you didn't do that shit before. Throw the ball out of bounds." Like Tom Brady. It's, it, it, this is what happens all the time. Tom Brady rolls out and he's running for his life. You're like. Is he going to – no, he's going to throw the ball out of bounds. Like, he's just trying to get to a point where he can chuck it, and then he, you know, he's done, you know. So he needs to learn how to do that, and he doesn't have to do that yet. So maybe this week he learns. when This when game's kind of gross, though. I like the defenses. Lie. I like Indianapolis' defense at 2,700. Just, you know. Yeah. Overpriced for me. 2,700 is overpriced? Yeah. I don't think they're going to score that many points. Mm. It's for me, it's just they're both teams are going to play it safe. Deion Jackson, maybe as a leverage running back, really 5,200, I think. That's so gross, so, still, though. Yeah. yeah. So we should, we should, they, JT's away. got a bad ankle. Naheem Hines is in Buffalo. Deion Jackson's next man up. The receiving core is at the mercy of how good Sam Ellinger is, which is not good. Uh, Mac Jones isn't playing well. This is a DFS avoid game. Don't play yes. players from this game unless you absolutely have to for salary constraint purposes. Yes. All right. Let, let's leave and go to the next game, which is Thank Washington you. hosting Minnesota. 43 and a half point total, 3.5 home underdogs for the commanders. They're not commanding much respect here. The top four players uh, uh, rostered are Jefferson, Thielen, Vikings, D, and Cook. Before you get to any commanders, 12% roster. Not bad for Justin Jefferson, by the way. That is all systems. Go, 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 go. Green light. <laughs> yeah. 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 Play yeah, Jefferson. Pasco, do collect 200 on that. Play Jefferson. Play Hawkinson. Yeah. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. How much is he? 4,800? He looks like a Viking. He is. I love that tweet. Did you see that? The progression of him becoming a Viking. That was like the best one I've ever. Like the one well, not. It was on. I don't know if it was on. It was on Instagram. I saw it, but perfect. Just mm, perfect. I didn't even steal it and take it. I didn't even want to get any cred. You know, not cred, but you know, sometimes you, I, I I like to manage my my Twitter and then share things from other accounts because I'm not the creator of all these things. But I didn't even want to do that. I was like, this is just too good. I'm just gonna let this simmer. So yeah, so yeah. the Vikings are a very appealing play here. I love Jefferson. I love Cook. The Commanders. I kind of like Terry McLaurin because that matchup on the outside is really good. Dantzler is terrible. Pat Pete isn't what he used to be. A bit closer, Dance. McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah. McLaurin. 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 Let's just say it's like McLovin, but McLaurin. Why has Terry? Put a McLaurin on the McLovin ID and then put McLaurin on it yet. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I gotta do it. Like it's just yeah, there you go. See so obvious. There's, there's an idea. There's yeah, an idea. yeah. I've thought about it before. I just haven't I just haven't had the time, but I will. I'll do it tonight. Chicken you know? chicken, yeah. Yeah, yeah, McLaurin. <laughs> I love that play. I am McLaurin. I am McLaurin. Uh Jefferson McLaurin stack run back might be nice if you're gonna stack this game. I don't like oh, quarterbacks, hell. either quarterback in this no. match. I'm not favoring either. Leave it alone, bro. Leave it alone. And they are. It's only 4% combined. Three for Cousins. One for Heineke. Jefferson, think, McLaurin, yeah. runaway. That's it. That's it. 
and maybe Cook as a leverage play. Minnesota but, defense that that might be that might work. That yeah. might work. Uh, Yolo balls can come down uh, in many people's hands. So, all right, we got two games left, and then we're gonna get out of here. We did extend a little bit today. Uh, oh, yeah, we're also not doing chalk block this week, so you know we're trying to get it in. Uh, but yeah. uh, what are you eating there, by the way? I, I see McDonald's you fries. <laughs> I'm a little jelly. Uh, so uh, here's a peel back the curtain. I made smash burgers tonight. If you know what they are, you make a big patty of Wagyu beef and uh, Wagyu, whatever it is. And then you smash it down and grill it and put cheese on it. And so made it from my wife's favorite cheese and mine on others, you know, made three little tiny middle patties, kind of like you would get uh, if you went to Five Guys uh, or if you went to uh, Shake Shack or In-N-Out Burger, whatever it is, kind of one of those, you know, just it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's juicy. It's a, And uh, my wife comes home and the message she said was, um, you know, we'll eat some today. We'll eat some tomorrow. She already had Chipotle. So she was like, oh, oh. honey. Oh, honey. We won't be eating this now. Marital I, mean, I ate my burger. My, I, I ate mine. Fucking delicious. I'm sorry. 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 Second, second curse. Sorry. Twice around. Freaking delicious. Yeah. Um, and then I love I love Samantha uh, Privet who goes, what's a smash burger? What? Oh, like, my I, God. Anyone doesn't know what a smash burger is? Like, she grew up what? in Canada, I guess. So, okay, so okay. Maybe right. not as cultured. I'm, Next time she's I see called her, she's differently cultured than us. Sam, when I see you, I owe you a smash burger. Be glad to buy we, you anywhere. We love you. Samantha Praviti because she's her. a whiskey lover too. She's also just like the coolest person. Uh, she didn't nice. recognize she's me in, in my '69 jersey and my uh, <laughs> had my hat on. I, I'm a good-looking guy, and I was hiding myself. <laughs> yeah. So, but but we're the ha- half of I'm half of the sexiest DFS team for now. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. so. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, we've got two games left here. Seattle, Arizona, and then the Rams and Tampa Bay. Uh, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Who would have thought Seattle would be the best team out of these four? That's wild right now. But they are. They're leading their division. Uh, and they got DK Metcalf. I thought he was going to be hurt for longer. Uh, have you you heard his poop story? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so funny. Pete Carroll wanted him to shit on the sidelines, and he said, mm-hmm. "Dude, my my dignity, bro. My my dignity. Like, come on, man. Like, you know." Well, they on. have those pop up toilets uh, on the sidelines, so but he they just could have like, used it. Yeah, but he, no, like, he wanted you know. he wanted to go and and uh, hunker down, you know. <laughs> well, the best part was that he was mic'd up, and so he said, "NFL Films has the full audio of him shitting in the, yeah. the camp." So that's just he, and 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 uh, to see. Uh, who's talking to him? Uh, it, I forget who it was. She she laughed so much. She was dying laughing. So, uh, but okay. So 49 and a half. This game has the highest total on the board. And I do like a lot of plays in this game. Right now, the roster ship, Kenneth Walker is picking up the most. And I get it at 6,200. Uh, he's 19% roster. Almost played him against you, but I pivoted to ETN because I love ETN. Uh, so, uh, but Lockett, 11%. Hopkins, 11%. Uh, Metcalf at six, so you have a drop off there, but you have a three thousand three hundred dollar price difference between him and Lockett. Not that big of a deal. Uh, what do you see in this game as um, your stack or your build or your run back? Which kind of uh, attack are you going to build this game around? Because it's one of my favorite plays. Uh, tight ends, tight ends, tight ends. These are the two worst teams against the tight end in the NFL. So yes, I will be playing Zach Ertz. I will be playing Noah Fant. I'll be playing Will Disley. I'll be playing any tight end that's on the on the roster, basically. Colby mm-hmm. Parkinson, sure, why not? Neither of these teams can stop tight ends, so you play tight ends. It's low-hanging fruit. Zach Ertz, though, top 5,100 is surprisingly the top tight end on this board. Yeah. And he's a wonderful stack option for Kyler Murray. 
completely. And he is only 5% rostered. So he's not the, the highest rostered tight end. He's right. He's going there. off. He is going nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. I also can't believe Gerald Everett. We didn't touch on him. He's only 5% rostered. I, we totally skipped nuclear. Gerald Everett. Play, play Gerald Everett too at 48. Nuclear. Him and, and Zach Ertz are my two favorite plays at tight end this week. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do like Hopkins at seven seventy nine hundred though. I think he should be at eighty three hundred. I think that should be his real price range. But he was at seventy four. Well, here's the thing: they only raise it by five five hundred bucks each week. That's their favorite thing to do. They don't they don't they don't give the nine hundred nod. So he was at seventy four last week. So they bumped him up five hundred. So when I That's broke this week. down, uh, what I realized is that the matchup he's going to have the most is with rookie Tariq Woolen, and Tariq Woolen is one of the best corners in the league already. Like he's not giving up anything. And he's 6'4 and runs a 4'2. He's super tall, super fast, long arms, kind of like Hopkins. Hopkins isn't fast, but like that radius, that that length that Hopkins puts over guys because he's got long arms and big hands and can jump high. Woolen has all those skills. So if Woolen is on Hopkins, I think he limits the upside of Hopkins. Oh. So you're pivoting to Ertz. Yes. Uh, also, they have moved him around. I- I'm interested to see how they deal with that. He has projected on Run the Sims for 23 points as his base projection. I'll take the under. Yeah, it's pretty high. The next drop off uh, in that game is DK Metcalf at 13. I like DK. I actually like DK. Yeah, yeah I like DK. A uh, little sneaky play there. All right. Uh, Kenneth Walker, he's highly rostered. I'm okay with him in cash for sure. I think he gets touches. I think he gets, you know, a little bit of what he needs in this matchup. I think he can, he can score touchdowns. So uh, 19% though in GPP. Mm, I don't care about that much, but um, I think I go ETN. I'll pay up a little bit more, hundred bucks. So, uh, all right, uh, let's jump to the last game of the slate. And that is the Rams. Uh, they are visiting Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a three point home favorite. And you have uh 42 and a half as your total. I don't know if these teams can score those many points. I don't know. They they have not been good this year. Neither one of them have been. Well, something's got to give because these are our last two championship teams. And they're both coming into this game losing records. Losing records for both of them. Three and four versus three and five. And Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford have been uphill all year. Tom Brady's line is in tatters. His receivers are all banged up. Godwin and Evans are back, so I will favor the Bucks in this game because Tom Brady, if he can stay upright to get the ball to Evans and Godwin, he'll be fine. The Rams have issues because they're going up against a fierce front for the Bucks. That hasn't been their weakness. They still are okay at stopping the run. They've been giving up big runs in the second half of games when they're behind, which has been, it's been a problem, but the front seven for the Bucks is still pretty good. And the Rams offensive line, holy crap, is it bad? It is yeah. so, so bad. They have no running game to speak of. And Stafford has Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. It might might as well be a ghost because even if he's open, Matthew Stafford doesn't even look to his side of the field ever. So they're funneling the ball to Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby. Oh, he's like the most rostered player in the history of the world this week over in this game. He's he every week because he's cheap. He's cheap and he sucks. He's yeah. horrible. He's a horrible football player. Can't block, can't catch, can't run after the catch. 
Can't can't he, get downfield far enough to catch the ball to make it a good catch. He's gonna get twelve targets in this game. Is why he's chalky. <laughs> he's gonna catch seven of them. He's gonna catch seven yards for thirty-two <laughs> yards, and it's gonna be ten point two points. And a fumble. Two point ten point two points. Shots and fucking fumbles in this game. <laughs> ten point two points for Tyler Higby. And he's going to be the chalk bomb that clogs up your whole lineup. Oh, no, I'm staying away from Tyler Higby. I'm going to go to Gerald Everett or somebody else. I'm I'm pivoting. Gross. Yeah, so gross. But yeah. What about Cooper me, Cup? He he's going to get all the, the leverage. Give me the leverage. I'm going to do a Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, run it back with Cooper Cup. Okay, I like. I it. want I want to stack this game because I think something has to give. Yeah, I mean. Kate out and price up at 3100 I'll tell you. Who do you think he Man. is? No fans not even that expensive. You son nope. of a B. No one likes that. I like Kate out at 27, but not 31. No, right. I don't like that either. But I like Godwin at 62 over Evans at 72. I do like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Fournette's down a little bit too at 66. Yes. You know, so yeah. We'll see. All right. Uh, you, you have been and always will be Bo McBrayer, Bo underscore McBigTime on the tweeters. I'm still Nimble W Numbers, Scott Simpson. Not Nimble the Numbers, mate. It's not how it goes, right? Like, I cleaned well, up my act. You know, you got to clean up yours. He didn't blow any numbers, mate. Yeah, it's, it's Nimble. Uh, so uh, please check us out. I, I, I do write for myself over at NimbleWNumbers.com. GPP Plays. We talked about a bunch of them. Uh, Bo actually called a bunch of them out, uh, and he hasn't even read my work. And so that's respect. I appreciate that because he is the man. If you do not know, he's my DFS hero. And uh, do check out our content over at uh, Nimble W Numbers uh, on the YouTube. I, I am uh, beating him in the clash right now through through eight, eight weeks. Uh, I am up. I, I Using do, my own guys against me. I, I do. Yeah. Using your own Dallas Cowboys against you. Poetic justice. Uh, is it five to three? Is that the score right now? So he can't be tied with me this week. On aggregate, he can be, but he cannot be uh, record-wise. So uh, this has been so much fun. This is year three of us kicking it like this. Last year, I won. First year, he won. So it's the, the height of entertainment. Oh, it's so much fun between us, too, because we, we actually care about it because we want to beat each other. Because Right, and guess what? It's finally chilly in California. The fireside callouts are coming back. Oh, I can't wait, man. These are so fun. Uh, your, your your house is one of my favorite places since I've been there. You're going to have to come to my house next. You know, uh, I got a fire right behind me. It, it's not lit up yet, but I, I can light it up. Uh, it'll be a, a staple of our, our shows coming in the fall. I have wood back there. Um, yeah, that's what she said. So, all right. Uh, we'll check you guys out <laughs> next time over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Do like and subscribe uh, to all of us. Uh, yeah.